Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. We're going to talk about the elephant in the room, and that is inflation. It is at the highest it's been in four decades. So how does this affect your business? We're going to give some real solutions today, and it's a lot deeper than just raising your prices. That's the obvious that a third grader could conclude. But we're going to peel back the layers of the onion and talk about how we can actually grow our businesses and increase our profits, even amongst inflation. That's the topic today. We're going to hear a quick word from our brand new sponsor, Roll by ADP, then get into the solutions for how to deal with this inflation. Like the best lawns, running a business requires a lot of maintenance. At some point, you got to invest in new tools. It's time to check out Roll by ADP, the first chat-based payroll app built specifically for small business owners. Roll understands your business challenges, especially time-consuming tasks like payroll, filing taxes, and onboarding. With Roll, you can run payroll from a job site in a matter of minutes. Visit GetRoll.com slash GreenIndustry to claim three months free. All righty. Well, I definitely appreciate Roll by ADP uh, hopping on board, guys. That is a great way to stay on top of payroll, taxes, and the convenience that they bring. So we appreciate them being a part of uh, what we got going on here to help you take your business to the next level. I want to share three real brief stories, and then we'll get into solutions with how to deal inflation. I was talking to a friend of mine, works a regular nine to five, and uh, he was just explaining to me how much these higher gas prices are affecting him because he has a little bit of a further commute to where he works and uh, for providing for his family with groceries, how much he's seeing his grocery bill go up. And because he has a fixed income and he's already kind of living close to that edge of, of what he's making, he's debt free, but he's still, he's like, dude, this is pretty serious. Like I'm, I'm right at the edge of what I'm making. I'm spending and I'm debt free, but you know, he's uh it's affecting his life in a, in a major way. So I had that conversation with him. It's all in a really short amount of time. And then I had a conversation with someone from the gym and they're complaining about all the gas money they're spending just to go to the gym every day. And I'm thinking, imagine actually have to fill up lawnmowers and trucks and, and run a business. And so there's people that don't own a lawn care business, don't own a landscaping business. And they're feeling the month after month now of paying more at the tank, more at the grocery store and how much that's affecting their life. And then I kind of got the dagger. I was talking to someone, I'm going to leave anonymous. Uh, This person's been in the green industry for quite some time. They run an excellent business. They're on top of things. They do a really good job. And this is not a truck in the truck. This is somebody with a legitimate business that's successful. And I was just talking to them. We're just talking about, um, life and business in general. And then they just shocked me. And they said, Paul, they said, I think we're going to have to actually shut down our mowing division of our business. And I said, really? And they said, yeah, these fuel prices, and they have, because they know their numbers, they have the statistics or the um, analytics 
from the data from 2017, 18, 19, 20, just going through and saying, here's what we spent on fuel in 18 and 19 and 20. And then here's what we're spending on full fuel, you know, this quarter. And, and he's doing all the comparison and it's absolutely outrageous. And thankfully they spend less on fuel. And, you know, if you're going to go do a landscape enhancement job, and you're going to be there for several days, you're going to, you know, use less fuel on, on certain type jobs. But anyway, he's pretty serious and he hasn't pulled the trigger yet, but he's kind of just walking through that. That's actually something that he's considering doing uh, in his business. Now it's not going to move the needle needle much for them because they, they built a really good business and you know, it, it might actually be smart for him to do, but I'm just thinking of all the folks out there that lawn mowing is actually a big part of the pie. If you think about a pie, a pizza. Yeah, thanks, Marty. Uh, I'm from Ohio, man. We call it a pizza. Friday night, hey, you guys want to go get a pie? That's just how we talk up north. But down, down here, uh, hey, you want to go to Domino's? They got gluten-free. <laughs> Stop. Oh, man. No, right, sorry, Marty. But yeah, I, I, guys, I want to diet. I'm trying to get flat abs by July 4th. I, I, I practice what I preach about setting a measurable goal uh, with a specific date in mind. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. The pizza analogy is if you have different slices of a pizza, those are different profit centers or income centers of our business. And some companies have a lot of slices of lawn mowing and then several slices of maybe landscape enhancements and some maybe even do fertilization and weed control. So if you look at your business as a pizza, what are the revenue? And the more lawn mowing that's in there, the probably the more effect that you're seeing on these uh, gas prices, but everyone's um, feeling it. So Warren Buffett says that you can tell who's skinny dipping when the tide goes out. So when you have a high tide and you can see everyone out there surfing and playing in the ocean, you just see their head bopping around, but you don't know who's butt naked and who's actually got their speedo on or whatever. the suit. <laughs> Oh, Marty's laughing good today. I- I'm sorry, Mr. Producer. It's, it's been a crazy, crazy, crazy morning. I- I'll tell you a story off air, but, um, when the tide goes low, when the tide goes out, then you can see everybody, right? And so I think in some ways, what's going on right now is that tide's going out and we're really looking at our businesses. And in some ways that's good because we either need to fix what's broken or it's going to wipe us out. And so there's been a season where you could be in the lawn care landscaping business and maybe not know your numbers, maybe not have your prices on point, have a raggedy marketing strategy, yet you can get away with it because of the biology of the grass is growing, the plants are going and growing and customers are desperately looking for someone who will answer their phone and actually show up to their house. I mean, you can't understand from a homeowner's perspective, how difficult it is to actually call a company and to actually get them to show up and cut their grass or plant the tree or plant the sod or do whatever job. It's just amazing how poor <laughs> this industry is at the basics of following up with customers. And so if you're able to do that, you're able to get work. And a lot of folks have been able to build a business year after year but if you actually looked under the hood, there's areas in the business that are absolutely off, but you're able to get away with it because of the high demand and things of that nature. But where this economy is going with the three biggest things in our industry, I'm going to read a report 
uh, here in a moment that Mr. Producer sent me. But the three biggest things, three biggest expenses in the lawn care landscaping industry, which are fuel, labor, and equipment, they're all skyrocketing. And so how do we deal with that? We're going to talk about that coming right up. You're probably listening to this podcast because you want some momentum heading into the spring rush. If you've made the decision to go all in on your lawn care business, then the whole ball of wax at LaunchpreneurAcademy.com is the fastest route to starting strong and putting your company in the best position for success in 22. The whole ball of wax is everything Brian Fullerton offers at Launchpreneur Academy at half the price of purchasing every training course, program, and resource individually. Not only do you get instant access to everything on the site, along with a one-on-one coaching call with Brian, you get lifetime updates to all the courses, and when new programs come online, those are yours for free. Pause the podcast, go to LaunchpreneurAcademy.com, and click on the store tab to purchase the legendary whole ball of wax. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County, OHIO, opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. All righty, I want to read you an article that Mr. Producer recently emailed me. And I love Mr. Producer. He's always emailing me articles. He's, uh, I think, my, my only friend that emails me articles. People in my generation, man, they, you know, they'll like send you a TikTok or an Instagram reel or something. But uh, I love Mr. Producer. And he hooks me up with uh, emails of articles because he's, uh, <laughs> he, as Dan Kennedy says, he's the old guy. Here's the article from, uh, what is this? Washington Post, uh, Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal. Okay. Inflation hits lawn care. So Americans get their mowers out. Cost of mowing lawns, printing trees, whacking weeds surges, leading many homeowners to do it themselves. Lawn care isn't only a lot more expensive this season, it's also harder to find someone to cut your grass. For many landscapers, the three biggest costs running their business, fuel, labor, and equipment, are all surging in price. 
This means many are now increasing prices for the vast services they offer. The price of lawn mowing services is up 22.4%. Exterior pressure washing rose 20%. Tree trimming increased 9.1%. Year over year, as of May, according to online home service company, Angie Inc. Well, Mr. Producer, this is pretty remarkable. 22.4% is how much lawn mowing services have increased. And so as you're listening to that, have you raised your prices 22.4%? Because the that, that's the average. So I'm, what I'm thinking is a lot of the larger companies with a lot of overhead, a lot of employees I have right here. Uh, let me get it off my desk. I feel, I feel like Rush Limbaugh, Connor. <laughs> By the way, Connor Smith, thank you for the $200 um, gift card. He got me some uh, good old cheeseburgers and steaks, which I appreciate that. But in my hand right here, no, they're not my formerly nicotine stained hands, Marty, but I have the top 100 list and I'm looking at how many employees a lot of these companies have you know, 3,000, 4,000, 2,000, 1,000, 2,400, you know, even down to the, a lot of these companies have several hundreds of employees. I'm thinking those are the companies that really got it and raised their prices 22, 25%. And, you know, the customers are willing to pay them that. And so for a lot of the smaller companies that maybe are just a Brian Fullerton and Rob operation, you know, in years past, my advice was, yeah, raise your raise your prices five to seven percent. Inflation's three to four percent. You just want to train your customers that you're raising your prices at five to seven percent, five to ten percent. And then every now and again, you get some hot shots like we raised our price twelve percent, and everyone's like, "Woo, wow!" You know. And I never, I mean, I didn't think in such a short amount of time we'd be at this place where you're actually raising your prices twenty two percent, but. That's what it is uh, to to get past fuel, labor, and equipment. So let's peel back the onion a little bit because the obvious answer of staying ahead of inflation that's at the highest it's been in four years is that we all need to raise our prices. But in addition to that, I think it's now more important than ever that we have a really good marketing plan. I love Dan Kennedy. He's a guy that teaches you how to do marketing and sales. And he said something and maybe he got this from someone else because I've, I've heard a lot of people say this. But when you're going to sell something to somebody, if you're desperate and you're, you're selling a job and you really need it, your customers, they can sense that. They can tell that you really want the job and that you're desperate. But if you're just laid back, cool, cool as a cucumber, and you don't really care, you, you, you give them a quote, let's say it's $8,000 job, and you're like, you know what, I could care less. If I get it, cool, we'll do it. We'll bang it out. The customer will be happy. Hopefully they'll give us a five-star review, but Hey, if we don't have it, don't get it. That's probably God's will. We'll, we'll, we'll bang out another job. There's probably a reason we didn't get that job. It's, it's all good. And you, you said you genuinely don't care whether the coin flips heads or tails. You don't care. You give the quote, if you get it, great. If you don't, you don't, you're, you're not all emotionally, you're, you're, you're stabilized. Well, those, those are typically the deals that you end up getting. Cause you, the customer feels safe. They feel comfortable. They feel like you're professional. And so the point I'm trying to make is we all have to up our marketing game to where we're very intentional that we have a line of potential new customers that we can actually give quotes that are the right price, that are the high price, that are profitable price, 
after inflation, after all our operating expenses, after all the expenses it takes to run our business, we're going to hit a good profit margin. And we give them that price where you're kind of like, whoo, that's a lot. And they're like, whoo, that's a lot. But you actually are going to get those jobs. That's how we really stay in business. We, we have to find those customers and it's not going to happen without an excellent marketing plan. And so I think right now, a lot of companies, I'm not saying the company's in the top 100, um, because if you guys don't want to talk about top 100, uh, there's a lawn and landscape uh, magazine that puts out once a, a year, the top 100 companies in our industry. And a lot of those companies are, are on top of their marketing game. But then there's a lot of other companies that are smaller that are just kind of uh, a rat in the wheel and they're not, they don't have that strong marketing game. And so when we go through tough times like this, you are going out to get that quote. You're like, oh man, I got all these payments. I got to hit payroll. I got to pay all this. I really got to get this job. And then you don't get the job because the customer didn't trust you and it can really create a problem. So anyway, solutions to inflation. One is obviously raise your price. Two is increase your marketing efforts and strategies. And number three and I know you guys have heard this so many times. Some of you can even roll your eyes and say it with me right now. But guys, this is more important than ever that we genuinely know our numbers. Maybe this is your first time listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Welcome. I'm laughing because we've said this for year after year after year. I was preaching this in 2018 when I started my podcast and my guest year in and year out. Mr. Producer can attest to this. He's been with us since the beginning. As I interview folks, I'm like, man, you've been so successful. How, how did you build a multi-million dollar landscaping business? How did you hit these financial goals? Well, you got to know your numbers, Paul. I hear it in different accents, different uh, parts of the country, different successful business stories. They all say the same thing. You have to know your numbers. And so now more than ever, and I know a lot of guys like having dirt under their fingernails and, and rolling up their sleeves and taking pride that we do the best work. We're excellent technicians. And, and that's phenomenal. And of course, we should strive for excellence in the actual service we provide for our clients. But we also need to take our intentionality to knowing our numbers to a whole nother level. I'm personally in, in this mode of, of how much better if, if Dave Ramsey showed up to my office tomorrow and, and, and scrolled through all my finances, would he say, you know, give me a high five and be like, dude, you're crushing it. You're so on top of things. Well done, bro. And what do you do that? And would he do that for you in, in, in your business? And um, there's a proverb that says, know well the condition of your flocks, which in the old days, you know, you, you didn't, you didn't go down to the bank or the credit union. You had a flock, right? You had animals and, and the way they bartered it was, it was a whole little bit different of an economy, but the principle was the same. You need to pay attention to what you have going on. And so in our businesses, what does it look like? to pay attention. Well, we obviously need to have our finances organized. I, I talked about this a little bit on our previous program to where your numbers are hundred percent true in your business checking account. You have that separated from your personal checking account that you understand how to read your profit and loss statement, your statement of cash flows, your balance sheet. And what's that Marty? Oh yeah. Back up. You need, you need to have a proper financial team uh, that takes care of your books and things of that nature. So you actually have 
an accurate profit and loss statement, cash flow statement, and balance statement, balance sheet. Um, that, I mean, that's obviously step one. And then step two is understanding how to analyze those numbers. And then number three is making the adjustments necessary to your business specifically, because it really does depend. I was, I was watching um, Ron Henry in there. They always ask him questions about grass. And his famous answer is, well, it depends. <laughs> it depends. Like, I know you guys don't want to hear it, but it depends because there's so many variables with turf. When your business, there's so many variables of what adjustment you need to make to stay ahead of inflation and be profitable. But our numbers will speak to us. Our numbers will tell us that story. And so long story short, and this is just pulling back three layers of the onion. There's many, many more things we need to get on top of, but I think this is a good starting list. If we can knock it out of the park with successfully raising our prices, I'll share a real quick Dan Kennedy story, Marty, in a moment about raising your prices. But if we raise our prices and we really get intentional, <laughs> intentional about marketing and we really pay better attention to our business finances, to our personal finance, I mean, we become a nerd when it comes to the financial side of our business, then we're taking a step in the right direction. I, I've been um, listening to audiobooks all the time. So I just finished up a excellent audio book by Dan Kennedy. And he was telling one of his clients that was uh, charging $3,000 and some change for products. Uh, Dan Kennedy and his team like, Oh my gosh, that's outrageous. So you, you, your products worth so much more than that. And they were talking about price elasticity and they, and the guy said, well, well how much do you think I should raise it by? And Dan Kennedy doesn't even blink. And he blurts out at a zero. And the guy laughed uh, because, uh, you know, it was 3000. If you add a zero, that's 30,000 and some change. And the guy thought Dan was being sarcastic. And he's, I'm not, I'm not, he's like, I'm not being sarcastic. He's like, put it on the market for that price and let's see what happens. And um, the guy, <laughs> the guy did it and the guy's sales were the same. And so, and I'm not saying if you're charging $30 for a long cut to add a zero to take it to 300. But what I am saying is, in the, the example of this story is that you would be shocked of how much your customers probably actually willing to pay us. And so then the reverse engineer that is how do I get paid top dollar? And then we build our business that way. Well, I need to be on top of every part of my business. I need to be top of effective communication. I need to be effective um, in the way we execute the service. I need to be effective in our professionalism. I need to look larger than life to give my customers the trust. And then we need to charge that premium dollar, that top price. But there's a lot more money out there available for us guys than we're probably aware of. And so I'm not going to sit here and make excuses. I'm not going to sit here and complain. I'm not going to sit here and be worried and stressed about rising fuel costs, rising um, food costs, rising inflation right now. I'm going to take that energy, time, and effort that I could have take of complaining and being Deb the Downer and joining in with the peanut gallery. And I'm going to take that on getting my numbers in order. I'm going to take that on communicating with previous customers that I'm raising their prices with new customers, you know, getting them a new quote that's a higher than probably previously. I had the confidence to charge and I'm also working on marketing, getting on top of knowing my numbers and things of that nature. And so inflation is real guys. It's obviously at a, a all time high in the last four decades, but hopefully we'll use this 
trial, this tribulation, this suffering, and we'll actually use it to look under the hood of our business and ask the question, what adjustments do I need to make? So in the words of Ron Henry, it depends in your business, but marketing, raising our prices, and knowing our numbers is a good place to start. So I hope this episode has been helpful to you guys. If you need to have the template to effectively communicate to your customers that you're raising our, your prices, check out our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. We've created an effective template. It's called the Price Increase Letter. It's proven, it's helped hundreds of people raise their prices by simply emailing it to their customers. It's a plug and play where you can actually um, just insert your customer's name, use what we've written. We've got this thing so um, fine-tuned and concise. That's a big problem people make when they raise their price and things of that nature is they talk too much. They, they, they overdo it. You, you wanna be straight to the point and that's how we've created our template. It's gone through countless revisions to get it to where it's airtight and you can email it to your customers and let them know that you're raising your prices. And so and so you can pick up the price increase letter template at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate you tuning into today's program. Smash that follow button. And we hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green Industry Podcast. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.